Welcome to all you magical chimpanzees dressed in clothing, pretending to be sophisticated. I see right through you. <laughs> Welcome to the quest. And I'm excited to have you guys today. And thank you for tuning in. Today, I want to open up a question a friend asked me. And that question is, what is the difference between witnessing and experiencing emotion? And which should we connect to more? So I'm going to break this down. First, I'm going to talk about emotion and what it is. Then I'm going to be talking about the witness of emotion or the witnessing of emotion or who the witness is or what the witness is. And then I will talk about the experiencer, how it experiences and then give you guys some idea on how I would best conceptualize how to navigate which one to connect more or less, or how to navigate that whole sphere. What is right in a, in a moment, in a sense, in a place, you know? Which one is the one we should spend more time in? Should we spend more time in experiencing emotion or witnessing emotion? Interesting questions and they deserve some time to ponder. So, let us begin with emotion. The reason I say it emotion instead of emotion is because I like to always conceptualize emotion as energy in motion. Something is moving. A feeling. It may be in the sphere of of your head, it may be in the forefront of your eyes, it may be in the clenchness of your jaw, in the tightness of your chest, the tightness of your diaphragm, stomach, the openness of your heart, the tingling of your fingers and toes and hands, the energy that moves through your body in excitement. I always like to consider as, as, uh, as movement, emotion, energy in motion, it's moving, it's alive. It's here, it's now, it's tangible. You can feel it. And when it doesn't move is when it calcifies, when it stagnates, when it festers. So the idea of me, of how I conceptualize emotion is always through movement of a feeling. Once the movement diminishes, and you give it space. You allow the full feeling of your consciousness to once again arrive. And it may not have ever left. It can just be seemingly pushed to the side as the energy which is in motion. Say anger, lust, love, sadness, shame, fear, guilt, joy, frustration, bliss, happiness, jealousy, envy... Any of these energies that are in motion can be stuck with you or left with you. And you know, the stagnation of any one of these for too long of a period can be interesting. Especially the ones that are negatively geared. And I would say from a perspective of a philosopher or a spiritual seeker that none are negatively 
geared in essence, right? All positively geared in essence. They all just exist and all just are. And they all provide some level of deeper truth and expression through you. And I would say the aim or the idea is to not hold on to the positive of negative scale of gearing, but to take a more of an arbitrary nature to it. And this is what the witness does. And I'll explain this in a second. So we have emotions, right? They're energy in motion. They move, they're feeling, and we experience them in this physical life, this existence. We can't run away from that. It's here. And they can be very all-consuming. And for the constitution of people that feel the all-consuming nature of emotion, I will give you guys a roadmap or some guidance in how to navigate. So back to the initial question, the difference between witnessing and experiencing emotion. Let's talk about the witness. So to me, when we witness emotion, we watch it. We watch the experience from an arbitrary position. The watcher of the experience of emotion, you know, it's kind of unaffected by the emotion. Kind of just watches it from a distance. It's neutral. But it's not disengaged. It's actually very engaged. But it's not the emotion. It's not the experiencer. It's both and more. This concept can be hard to grasp but if you guys are familiar with the transpersonal level of consciousness or should we say one consciousness or the great mystery or the all pervasive and pervading self capital S-E-L-F or God <laughs> it's everywhere you know, it's infinite energy. It's all of us. It's everything. It's all consciousness. It's in me. It's in you. It's in the trees, the birds, the insects, the bugs. It's all things. And it's inherently life itself. So watching the emotion from a position away from the direct experience of it so taking a step back and watching yourself experiencing it. And when I say self, in this context, I mean small case, S-E-L-F. The you, the body. The one that is experiencing. So as we experience the emotion, we have also something that is us that is watching the experience of the emotion. And as I said, it's arbitrary, it's neutral, just doing its thing. It's not disengaged, it's not bored, it's fully there. It's aware of it all. It's not one, it's not two, it's actually everything. It's many. And in essence, it's a mystery to us what it actually is in an articulation format. But you can experience 
the one consciousness through meditative, meditative mindfulness, shamanic experiences, through plants, through plant medicines, through things like ayahuasca, through you know, mushrooms, dimethyltryptamine. And in the shamanic journey, we feel a deep connection to this oneness, to this consciousness, to this state of all pervadingness through meditation to through the continuation of meditation through sitting still for a moment and observing ourselves observing through living a life of more mindfulness and it doesn't need to be sitting cross-legged in the lotus position somewhere under a banyan tree banyan tree it could be doing the dishes mindfully and allowing yourself to witness yourself do the dishes. So the self-witnessing the self, the capital S-E-L-F, God, all things, the great mystery, witnessing the small S-E-L-F, your body, your mind, you, your emotions, how you're feeling, what's moving, the stroke of the sponge on the plate, watching all that, watching it all happen, being arbitrary to it. And in that state, there's deep bliss, there's deep love, there's deep enjoyment, there's a deep feeling of peace, there's a calmness, there's a dropping into the safety of the uroboric womb, the infinite circle of life. So, the witness is that which watches. And... When it watches emotion arise, where does emotion come from? It's kind of a, it seems to be part of our human design emotions. You know, we experience things like anger, sadness, love, jealousy, happiness. Can we get really good at managing them? Yeah. Can we get really good at pushing them down and never looking at them? Yeah. <laughs> We totally can, but is that what we want to do? Mm. We want to manage them for sure. Like we can't run away from them. And I don't think the goal is to become non-affected by emotion. I don't feel like that's the life I would want to live. I want to feel the expression of the here, the now, what's alive. And I want to express it through my body. I want to feel joy, bliss. I want to feel the contrast of anger and sadness. You know, even things like frustration and jealousy, how much better do they make moments of happiness? So contrast, duality are very important things in my opinion. And they make life worth living. They make life exciting. So, we have the witness and let's talk a little bit about the experience or the experiencer. So the experience of emotion, right? When we experience emotion, it's in the body. It's tangible. It's what the biologically erected structure, which is imbued with consciousness, is feeling. It's here, it's alive, it's knocking on the doors of life. It's moving through you. 
As I said earlier, it could make you clench your fist, tighten your throat, you know, make your eyes hurt, make your mouth dry, give you a headache, make you boil with rage, make your whole body soften, your pelvis, your diaphragm, make your heart palpitate slowly as it slowly opens in a loving embrace. It's alive, it's here, it's now, it's moving through you, it's a feeling, it wants to be felt, at least that's how I see it, it doesn't want to be shunned, it doesn't want to be forgotten about, even though it can be painful, if you're feeling anger, frustration, jealousy, envy, shame, guilt, fear, it wants to be felt. It wants you to sit into the richness of the whole human experience, which encapsulates all of it, not just the beauty and the light. And by doing so, you live more. And in essence, the human experience seems to be about experiencing more in totality. Sure, I want less pain and more joy, less suffering, more bliss. And by navigating what I'll coin here, just for simplicity's sake, as more negatively geared, geared emotions, I get better at managing them so I can experience more positively geared emotion. Even though, as the witness watching me have this conversation right now, talking in this microphone as it floods in the Byron Shire right now, there's an element of me which is witnessing saying, there's no negatively and positively geared emotion. It is all just oneness and it's all just arbitrary. It's neutral, but it's in engaged neutrality. Sure, you know, the small case, S-E-L-F, the me, the tangible me that's speaking now, really does feel the negatives and positives of the emotion that flows through me. So, the experiencer is you. It's your body. It's alive. It's biological. It's tangible. It's here. It's now. It's feeling it all. As it moves through your day, your week, your month, your year, your decade, your life, you're going to be feeling all these things. And it's interesting to make the distinguishment between the witnesser and the experiencer. For having the polarity and the contrast of both and the perspective of both and acknowledging both allow you to live richer, fuller, and also give you perspective when the feeling becomes overwhelming. So the second part of this question was, should I aim to drop into being the experiencer or the witness more when emotion does arise? And my answer is an ancient answer, which is one that has many, many, many 
lifetimes upon it and many teachings and texts attached to it. And the answer is, both in duality deserve attention. How boring is that answer? But there's times where one will need more and other one will need less attention. So it's important to experience and let the emotion move instead of becoming stuck. We want the emotion to move through our bodies. We want to experience the emotion. When you do not experience emotion, it almost is like energy built up in a little area that starts to fester and rot and mold and it starts to become poisonous. It starts to calcify literal tangible points of our bodies. In my experience, a lot of bodily physical manifestation of pain, disease, suffering, aches can be emotion stored that has not yet moved has not yet moved because you have not allowed it to move. You have not given it space and time and a channel to move. You've actually just kind of tucked it away and like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. That's really hurting me right now. Fair enough, you know. There'll be times where you don't want to deal with shit. And I get it. I'm the same. We're all the same. We're all human design creatures. And living in this context that we live in the modern society where there's a lot moving all the time in front of us from social media to family to events to life to relationships to social relationships there's so much happening right there's so much moving in front of us in this connected age of technology and spending time to allow it to move to give it space whether that be in meditation in nature you know, in ceremony, you know, in practice of some sort. Normally what I find for me, spending time in nature, spending time in meditation, spending time mindfully going about my day, feeling the feels, allowing them to flow, to move, feeling connected to my small SELF and then also to my big SELF, which I'll get into discussion about in a moment so allowing it to move through me stops it from calcifying stops it from stagnating and yes i love dropping into the feeling of the emotion but then also dropping into the witnessing of the emotion gives me perspective gives me perspective that the emotion and the feeling of it it's not it's not all consuming there's a much bigger thing at play. My body, my experience of this emotion, of this situation, by connecting to the witness of myself experiencing, allows me to put things into perspective. It allows me to be like, hang on a second. This isn't the end of the world. This anger that I'm feeling isn't going to consume me. This anger for this individual this fear, this envy, this jealousy, this shame, this guilt, in perspective to what is happening on a total transpersonal, great mystery scale and perspective is okay. There's a bigger thing at play here. And love is at the forefront of all of this. Sounds cliche, I know, but really... 
There's no need to be sucked and swooped into this emotion, no matter how strong the pull and the feeling tangibly is. So taking a step back and witnessing yourself experiencing allows you to feel. Oh no, allows you to feel that the world, end of the world is not ahead. And it also gives you perspective on how magical life is when you experience love, bliss, joy, happiness. So witnessing even the technical, positively geared emotion is incredible itself because you're like, whoa, look at this little amazing creature, me, in this body experiencing love, happiness and all the joys of life. How grateful I am. How grateful I am. And for the technical, negatively geared emotions, allows you to not hold grudges. You know, it makes you remember how important love is to trust, to be true. You know, don't suppress the emotion by not feeling it. And also, dropping into too much of too much. This is really important. I like this one because I see this a lot. Dropping into too much spiritual bypassing by just being connected to the witness is actually a disservice to the gift of human life and human experience that you've been given. Yeah, that's a powerful one. And I've been guilty of such. Spiritual bypassing connecting to too much oneness, too much, and forgetting the tangible reality of the motion flowing through the body and what's present, what's alive, and being neutral in, overly neutral in stance, engaged but overly neutral. Yeah, it's great, you know, but I want to live, I want to feel, I want to express, and I want perspective as I do it. So equally balancing the witness with the experience is important for the richness for the golden nuggets which are weight on both category both categories of being both sides of being so final words meditation laying on the floor, walking through a forest, being mindful, allowing the feelings to move, allowing the feelings to feel, all these things. So I've had to stop the podcast where it was and pick it up from here because floodwaters were actually entering the garage and my housemate came knocking on the door saying, floodwaters are entering the premises. So I had to stop the podcast and this is a little bit later, me finishing it off. Finishing the trail of thoughts between witnessing and experiencing. So I'm going to wrap this podcast up here and uh, I look forward to having you guys on the next episode and exploring many more deep topics. If you would like to know more, you can find me on social media. Uh, it will be in the show notes. And I run quite a few workshops, retreats, in lines of holistic health from the elements of 
the physical body with movement to the emotional side of layering ourselves to deep mindfulness and connection and uh, we include lots of tribal experiences and ceremonial medicines too so if that's something that interests you please reach out and i would love to have you come along to one of the experiences that we curate so tying it all in sending you all so much love hoping that you are living life with the vitality that you should be living it with and if not you are cultivating it slowly there's so much out there for you to experience and for you to witness don't negate either find the balance between the two and things will flow as they should this life is a gift and the gift is great and grand and so much of it is here now at our fingertips enjoy it be with it and with so much chi sending you so much love adios and see you on the next episode